0: God lady my heart to share with you on the topic empowered to succeed. Can I pray for somebody here this morning? Everywhere others have failed. If you believe God and you are saying amen this morning, you will amen. succeed. Amen. Empowered to succeed. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. God said. I am the Lord your God that gives you power to succeed in life. I give you power to make a success in your life. Power is the ability to deliver. We are created by God to be successful. If you, if you check Genesis chapter 1, when he created, be fruitful. That's the meaning of success. We are created to do well. That's why by our natural design, we are designed to to move forward, to succeed. That's why every normal human being walks forward. You don't see anybody walks backward. So by our design, we are designed to move forward. By natural design. So power to succeed or success is the Achievement of what right goals. Maybe I should quickly ask so that I'm, I'm sure I'm not talking to the wrong audience. How many of us would like to succeed in life? Okay, so at least um, I'm sure I'm not talking to the wrong people. There are three major areas you need to be empowered in life. Three major areas. Number one is spiritual empowerment. Three major areas you need success. Empowerment to succeed in life. Spiritual. Number two, you need mental empowerment to succeed. And then number three, you need financial empowerment. Five things determine success in life. Number one is what we do. What you do is your purpose in life. Number two is how we do it, the strategy you employ. Number three is when we do it, the timing. Number four is where we do it, the location. And number five is who we do it with, the people. Five things are important for success. Number one is what we do, our purpose in life, how we do it, the strategies that we employ. When we do it, the timing where we do it the location and who we do it with people what must I do to succeed in life I'll just share seven seven things with us this morning what must I do what is the pathway to success in life for a believer number one thing you need to do is, Put God first in all things. Put God first. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. The Bible says, In the beginning, God. Every beginning that will be worthwhile must begin with God. In the beginning, God. Everything that you will need to begin that will become successful, God must be involved. In the beginning, God. You need to get God involved in your life. In the school of success, I don't care how many principles of success you know, but there's just one principle, and God is the principle in the school of success. 1,000 principles without God, the principle makes you a victim of principalities. In the school of success, God is the principle. To succeed, you need to put him first. Philippians four thirteen, Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. In John chapter 15, verse 5, he said, For without me, you can't go far. Principles will fail you when the principle is absent. Put God first. Why do you need to put God first? Your strength is not enough. Your wisdom, knowledge of acquired is not enough to achieve success in life. How do I know? First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. The Bible says by strength shall no man prevail. Proverbs 31, verse 21, the Bible says, the horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. Romans 9, 16 told us, says, so then, it is not of him that will it, not of him that runneth, but of God that showed mercy. In Psalm 127, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, except the Lord builds, Those that labor are just wasting their time. Except the Lord watches over the city. The watchmen are awake but in vain. He said, it is vain to wake up early. To sleep late. To eat the bread of sorrow. For it is God that gives his beloved sleep. I pray for you today. In this land, in this city of London, God will give you rest. Only one fellow said amen. I said God will give you rest. Put God first. In all things, Matthew six thirty-three. the Bible says, seek you first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing will be added. Seek God first. That's the first thing you need to do to succeed in life. Always put God first. Remember, he's the only one that can declare the end from the beginning. Isaiah 49, verse 10. The Bible says it is our God that declares the end from the beginning. So that's why you need to put it first. Number two, what do I need to do? To be empowered to succeed. Know who you are. Put God first. Number two, know who you are. You are a child of God. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, you are a royal priesthood. Know who you are. If you don't know who you are, others will tell you who you are not. Know who you are. Your packaging may not be right, but you are more than your packaging. There's a package inside the packaging. The packaging may be limping, but the package is standing. The packaging may be black, but the package is superior to the packaging. Know who you are. You are a container with a content sent to this continent to make a difference. Know who you are. Psalm 49 verse 20 says, A man that is in honor, Psalm 49 verse 20, but does not know it is like the beast that perish. That you are a cat and you can swim does not make you a catfish. It's important for you to know. God has made you. Know you are. Very important. Jesus answered that question separately. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. The Bible says you are the salt of the earth. Amen. It says you are the light of the world. Amen. You are different. You are special. In 1 Corinthians 12 verse 28 it says you are a member in particular. That means you are, you are uniquely unique. What stands you out is in your difference. Somebody says, oh, look at you. You you don't know how to smile. You don't know how to frown. (laughs) If you are taller than me, you are not shorter than me. Look at your face. You are beautiful, but you are not ugly. Try to be ugly like me. I'm very unique. You try. Go and do. You need to do surgery for your face to become ugly like mine. So if you are beautiful, I'm proud that I'm ugly. Because I'm a member in particular. Unique. unique. Your leg is straight. Mine is bow. Try to do it as bow. You know that it's not easy to have a bow leg. It's unique. And more so, you need to understand that my packaging and my package they are two different things. Yes. The container and the content they are two different things. Don't judge me by my container. I carry a content. Know who you are. You are a star, destined to shine. Amen. You are a star. Hosea chapter four, verse six. Bible says, "My people perish because they lack knowledge." Isaiah 5 verse 13, it says they go into captivity because they don't understand who they are. Let me run. Number three, catch a vision. To succeed in life, you need to put God first. You need to know who you are. You need to overcome crisis, identity crisis. Then number three, catch a vision. Catch a vision. Proverbs 29 verse 18. He said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. My people perish. He said, without vision, sorry, Proverbs 29 verse 18. Say, said, without vision, the people cast off restraint. Vision is a mental picture of a desired future. Your vision is your picture of a desired future. A future you cannot picture is a future you can't venture to capture. A future you can't picture is a future you can't venture to capture. A future you can picture can never rupture when it is structured in the scriptures. A a future that you can picture cannot rupture when it is structured inside of the scriptures. Mental picture. God told told Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1, 11 and 12 Jeremiah, what seest thou? What seest thou? What you don't see, you can't sit in. What do you see? What seest thou? What can you see of your future? Don't let your today confuse you of your tomorrow. Where you are today is only a bus stop. That's not your last stop. Your condition today is not your conclusion. You're on a journey going somewhere. Don't don't settle down too early. God is taking you far, but you need to see it. Jeremiah 13 verse 14. Sorry, Genesis 13 verse 14. God said to Abraham, said, now that the Lord has left you, lift up your eyes from where you are. All that you can see. Genesis 13 verse 14. All that you can see. 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 You can be a great man, but can you see yourself as a great man? All you can see. All you can see. It's important that your vision is clear. I always tell young people because I I, I deal more with um, the younger generation. Don't leave a man of vision to go and marry a man that has a television. (laughs) Because very soon, when you open your husband's television, you will see the man of vision addressing the world. Don't leave a man of vision to go and marry a man with television. I met my wife years ago, and um, she's from a royal family in Nigeria, loaded family, born with a silver spoon. I came from a family I was not just born with a. I, I was not privileged to have, you know, some people have wooden spoon. I didn't have any spoon. Born into a family without spoon. Going to marry somebody, the fourth daughter of a king. And they said, if we want to manage you, I said, I'm sorry, I can't be, I'm too loaded to be managed. Maybe I came from nowhere, but I'm here to take over everywhere. That's what I see. So they said, if we get to the the gate of your state, your village, your town, and we mention your father's name. Is he he known? I said, sorry, my father is not known. That's why I'm here. I'm here to announce my father's name. Mm. I said, that's why I'm here. I said, most great men you know, they are the ones that announce their father's name. Who is the father of Barack Obama? I'm sure you don't know. Who is the father of Pastor Deboe? I'm sure you don't know. He came to announce it. I said, so I belong to that category. I'm not going to celebrate pity party. What do you see? And all the things I told them 20 years ago is beginning to manifest little by little. It has not been manifesting fully. Little by little. So they said, ah, what this boy said is true. See beyond your nose. God has a big plan for your life. Somebody bought a car before you, smile, rejoice with them. When God is blessing your neighbor, it only means that he's in your neighborhood. When he leaves your neighbor's house, where is he coming to next? Ah, It means God is in your neighborhood. And by the way, your neighbor has a 2019 vehicle, they are designing your 2021 car. By the time your own arrives, Always tell your future. Say, "Wait for me. I'm coming with star. I'm coming." So catch a vision. Number four, be diligent. Be diligent. Seest thou a man, Proverbs twenty two twenty nine, diligent in his business? Be diligent. There's no healthy future for an idle Christian. Be diligent. Stop sitting down in your premises and quoting empty promises. <laughs> do something. Else. Something will do you. <laughs> Be diligent. Nothing works like work. Nothing works like work. John chapter 5 verse 17. Jesus said, He that to my father, walketh, worketh and I work. John chapter nine verse four. Jesus said, "I must walk work the words of Him that sent me. What is day? The night cometh when no man can walk. God is walking. Jesus is walking. What are you doing? Must <laughs> walk. You must walk. When you are too slothful, you miss your slot in life. The sluggish will always end up as rubbish." Hard work. Put in more into whatever you are doing. Upgrade yourself. Put in more. That's what brings success. Put in more. Be outstanding. Work hard. Get something you can do. Peter was a fisherman, Luke was a physician. Colossians 4.14. Priscilla, Aquila, they were 10 makers. Acts 18. You need to get something to do. Number five. I need to run now. Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You want to succeed? What's number one? God first. Number two? Huh? Know who you are? Number three? vision. number four? Number five, be sensitive. Be sensitive. Genesis 26, Isaac wanted to leave London and go to America. God said, stop. (laughs) Isaac wanted to leave. Said, things are tight. Said, God said, stop. Said, don't go down to Egypt. Every journey away from God's leading is a journey down. Say, don't go down. Be sensitive. Every way is not your way. You know that very sad story in Luke chapter 1? Ruth chapter 1 from verse 1 to 6. Elimelech left with his family. Why? Because there was scarcity of bread in Bethlehem. He carried his family and went to Moab. Because he heard that things were happening in Moab. When he got to Moab, he died. He lost his two sons. And news came that bread has returned to Bethlehem. The house of bread. But the wife said, I came full. I'm returning empty. Can I pray with somebody here this morning? You will not leave this here empty-handed. Sensitivity. Be sensitive. Isaiah 30 verse 21. Isaiah 30 verse 21. The Bible says, you will hear a voice behind you. Saying, this is the way. walking in it. Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Be very sensitive. Romans 8:14. Bible says, "As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You need to develop your relationship with the Holy Spirit so that you can get direction from Him. Why do I need to be sensitive? There is a way. Proverbs 14 verse 12, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end is the way of destruction. Number six, just two more. Let me run through that. Number six, associate with the right people. Your association determines your destination. Associate with the right people. Associate with the right people. Proverbs 13, verse 20. He that works with the wise becomes wise. A companion of fools will be destroyed. Don't forget 1 Corinthians 15 33. The Bible says, Evil communication corrupts good manners. Associate with the right people. Who is your friend? There are two categories of friends. One is called the Jonadab friends. Another is Jonathan. Jonadab was a guy that told Ammon, the first son of David, to rape his sister. That was a friend, Jonadab. Another friend, Jonathan sacrificed himself to ensure his friend gets to the throne. Who is your friend? Is he a Jonadab or a Jonathan? You need to watch it. We are commanded by God to love freely. But you must friend wisely. You should love everybody. It's a command. Love is a command. Friendship is a choice. Friendship is a choice. Finally, secure the favor of God. Do what? Secure the favor of God. What is favor? Hey, favor is the kindness of God that gives you an edge over others. Favor is the kindness of God. You want to succeed in life? Above all else, above all I've said, please secure the favor of God. Favor is the kindness of God that gives you a, an edge above others. Favor is what makes you preferred when others are referred. We live in a world of professionals. They want people that have first class. There can be 500 people with first class. What gives you an edge? Above others. When you have the same qualification, is the favor. When you are in the midst of your classmates, grace upgrades you you to a special grace mate level. Favor of God. Kindness of God. What is this favor? What is this favor of God? Let me look at the acronym, favor, F-A-V-O-R-U, and I close. The F in favor, when you are favored of God, the face of God shines on you. You enjoy divine attention and divine attraction. Favor, face of God shines on you. Luke chapter 5, from verse 1 to 11, Jesus got there and saw two boats, but His attention went to Peter. It was singled out. Divine attention. Favor. Favor. Singles you out. In the midst of the crowd. Favor of God. I pray for somebody here this morning. If your amen can be louder, the face of God will shine on you. The A in favor is advancing in adversity. When you are favored of God, you advance in advance. Nothing can stop you. You become unstoppable. You become like a wind. You cannot hold wind. You can't catch wind. You can't stop wind. John chapter 3, verse 8, said that is the way of a spiritual man. You, you, you are placed like a wind. Advancing in adversity. Exodus chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, the Bible says, the more they afflicted them, the more they grow and multiply. When you are favored of God, let people try to stop you. Their stone will become a stepping stone to a higher level. Advancement in adversity. Ten years ago, I was consulting for a company in Nigeria and were to go to Germany for a training. January 2009. Five guys were to go, including myself. I got to the airport, out to discover that. One of the guys was to arrange for the ticket, so I felt they've arranged for all the tickets, so I just carried my, my luggage and got to the airport. I, I got a little late, so I discovered the four guys have already checked in. And when I said, Okay, so Alpha, they say, Sorry, that uh, for some reasons I don't know what happened, they didn't do my ticket. And when we asked the airline, said, The economy is full. I said, What do I do? I said, the problems are just. I ran the chairman of the company. There's a challenge. The plan is full. I don't know what happened that I didn't do my thing. I said, I'll go, I'll go back. He said, no. He said, no, pastor, no. He said, let's, let's, um, let me talk to the agent. So he spoke to the, the traveling agent, and the guy said, uh, uh, sir, the only seat available is business class. And I know it was not a prayer point for me. You know why? Because even the chairman does not fly, even the chairman of that company <laughs> at that time does not fly business class. So it was not going to be a prayer point. Why is that what I praying about? So it was, it was not a prayer point to say no, no, no. But amazingly, the chairman released the bomb. He said, We'll buy business class for you. Right in the airport, they issued the business class tickets. Suddenly, level changed. I was not going to see those four guys again. See, it is not who got there first, it's not who got married first. It is who God has chosen to what to favor. I said, wow. So I went to the business class lounge, wow, sipping some juice, <laughs> taking some stuff. I said, wow. Thank God for, for adversity. It was adversity. Ordinarily, there's no how they would do business class tickets, if not because of adversity. What you are going through is to grow you. Adversity. So I called my wife. I said, ah, thank God for me. See what is happening. I'm enjoying my life. Life is good. LG. <laughs> it was time to board. I got to the boarding gate, and I, I met a lady there. She took my boarding pass, looked at me, looked at me. say, said, we are, we are sorry, sir. Business class is full, but we are to first class free. <laughs> True life story. <laughs> Ten years ago. And she took my body pass for business class and gave me, and that was my first time in first class. All in the name of adversity. Wow. Five star. <laughs> I entered the first class. Before that day, because I traveled a lot, I consoled myself, saying, it's just a waste of money, all these first class. We all get there at the same time. That day I realized we don't get there the same way. <laughs> I realized, we get there at the same time, but not, not the same way. So, not the same way. So I got in. Ah, in economy, we'll sit down, all of us like sardine. We'll just be there. Till, they, but as I was sitting down, they were offering me, what do you want? Ah, I said, what? So there's a life like this. <laughs> in this same craft. Brought pajamas to me. Say I can, you know. So I removed my jacket. I got a place to hang it, inside plane, 2K shower. I say what? See, people are enjoying this level. Me too, I have to enjoy it. Because it's my first time. And you know, in the economy, we are, we are used to the way we adjust ourselves to rest. I saw somebody, suddenly his chair became his bed. So you know, it's first time, so I can't ask many questions. So I'm just using one eye to, to look. If somebody press button, I will press the button. <laughs> I didn't look like it, but it was favor that brought me there. That's what favor does. Wow, the enjoyment was, you know, I used to tell people that if I have died in that plane, I won't miss heaven, no. <laughs> Because the enjoyment is just similar to what the Bible describes in heaven. I'll just flow on like that. Advancement in the midst of adversity. I pray for you. Anything they've cooked up to work against you, The favor of God will turn it around in your favor. Advancement in adversity. The V is the voice of God speaking for you. When you are favored, God will raise a voice. Most times, when decisions are to be made, whether in your office, in the place where you work, you will not always be consulted. People will sit down to take decisions on your behalf. Who do we make the next MD? Who do we promote to become the next ED? Who do you promote to become the next GM? So, he will be discussing. At that point, the only voice that can speak for you is the voice of God's favor. Yes, God just right. raised the voice. Said, his, ah, give it to Pastor Barrow. Just God's voice. Just speak for you. God's voice. The first time I preached at the redemption camp, somebody just had me preach in Turkey, in, in, in um, Istanbul. And it was where they were discussing who, who should. Who should preach in camp? Who, who can we get? And they, I didn't know I was not there. It was later. Because they just called me suddenly and I said, uh, Pastor, are you in Nigeria? I said, Yes. Sir, ah, next week you'll be preaching in camp. You know, there's an invitation you get, you're excited. There's something you get. You are like, ah. That is you. You know that the Jew. General here, He'd Be seated with all the others. As you are vibrating, the phone too, the microphone too will be shaking. What I'm saying is that God raised the voice, somebody just spoke. Somebody spoke. Somebody spoke. There's somebody you know that knows somebody you don't know that you need to know. There is somebody you know that knows somebody you don't know that you need to know. It was a voice that spoke for Joseph and they sent for him. And the story changed forever. I pray for you today. May God raise a voice for you. See the way you are saying amen. I say may God raise a voice in your favor. Could be a verse of recommendation. Someone's job somewhere. Ah, I know somebody. I know someone who can, who can do this job. I know somebody who can do this. I know someone. Voice. The O is open heavens. When you are favored of God, the heavens open. The U is uncommon blessing. And the R is total recovery. Recovery. When you are favored of God, you lose nothing. Anything that you have lost, you get it back. When God chooses to favor you. But well, how do I connect with this favor of God? I close with that. Number one, love God. You want to succeed in life? You want to secure the favor of God? Love God. Love him. Romans eight twenty eight, The Bible says, for we know. Pastor, we know that how many things? All things? We know that all things work together for good to them that love him. Just love God. Love him. Love God. Love God. Love his house. And love coming to church. Don't let anybody put you under pressure. We live in a generation that people need to be reminded to come and worship God. Love him. Love his house. Love his people. Love his word. Love his presence. Love God. Number two, obey him. Obey him. Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2. He said, if you will diligently hearken and observe to do all that God commands you, he said, I will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Isaiah 119 says, if you are willing, you're obedient, you will eat the good of the land. That's what the Bible says. And he said in 1 Samuel 15, 22, that obedience is better than sacrifice. Obey him. When God says, pay your tithe, pay it. When God says run away from sin, run away. Follow God, obey him. Number three, serve him. Serve God. Job 36, 11. Is that if they obey and they serve him, they will live their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Serve him. Serve him. That's number number three. Number one is love him. Number two is what? Obey him. him. Number three is what? Serve Serve him. Serve him. Let me give you two more. Serve him. And then number four. Sow a seed of favor around you. A blessing to people you want to succeed, you are not rich until you can reach others. You are blessed to be a blessing. Genesis 12. God said, I will bless you, and you'll be a blessing. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. Say, Blessed are the merciful. Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. For they shall obtain mercy. I remember a story. I don't know how true it is, I heard the story. Of a man was in church, was praying, oh God, oh God, bless me. I need this, I need this 100 um, pounds. And he was sweating, shouting. And one rich man was believing God for a deal <laughs> of like a 100 million pounds. And So he just went quietly and brought out uh, 100 pounds. And told the man, please, God has answered your prayer. Take the 100 pounds. So that, let God concentrate to hear... <laughs> The correct, correct. (laughs) Be an answer to somebody's prayer. That's the point. And finally, run away from sin. Romans chapter 6, can we continue in sin and expect grace to abound? The Bible says, God forbid. Shall we? God forbid. God forbid. Run away. Proverbs 28 verse 13. Bible says, he that covers his sin will not succeed, will not prosper. But anyone that confess and forsake will obtain the mercy of God. I'd like all of us to bow our heads this morning as we pray. As all heads are bowed, you are here this morning and you know there's a disconnect between you and God. You want to succeed in life. You want to be empowered by him. But you know there's no relationship between you and God. Say, pastor, there's a disconnection. I want to connect back to God today. As all heads are bowed, you are the only one to lift your right hand. I would like to pray with you. I want to connect with him. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Please, all heads bowed. I want to connect with him. You are not lifting your hand to this small boy, Pastor. No, you are lifting your hand to your Maker. The principal in the school of success. I want to connect with God. God bless you. If you are lifting your hand, lift it very well. I'd like to pray with you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. If you want to join them, let's do that very quickly as we pray. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Those of you lifting your hand, can you please be upstanding as we pray? Just stand as we pray. Please, all heads bowed. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. Can you please be upstanding? Those of you that lifted your hand, can you please just rise? God bless you, my sister. God bless you. Please pray and repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for this privilege to be reconnected back to you. I pray that every record of wrong against my life, let your blood wash away. Today, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. The grace never to go back, never to look back, I receive it today in the name of Jesus. Thank you for saving my soul. Blessed be your name. Jesus' name I have prayed. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. My brother, I saw somebody lifting his hand. You are still seated. Please rise. Don't be ashamed. Just rise. I'm going to pray with you in a moment. Father, we thank you for this, your children that are reconnecting. Some of them are dedicating themselves. Some of them are committing themselves afresh to you. Lord, I pray because your word says nobody comes to you except you draw them. Because you have drawn this one, I pray that by your mercy and grace, they will remain connected with you in the name of Jesus. The power to go and see no more, Lord, release upon their lives. Thank you, precious Father. Jesus, we pray.